Hey, 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 it's your favorite career coach, Crystal Williams, and you are now tuned in to the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I'm back in the Peculiar Palace on the mic again this week to not only empower and position you to be all you can be to thrive in your career, but to also give you peculiar strategies that infuse faith to accelerate in your nine to five career journey. Let's jump into the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to a special edition of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. This week, we will be continuing with our Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight series, where I give visibility to professionals within their nine to five career journey who embody the five pillars of career acceleration. And for those of you that don't know what the five pillars of career acceleration are or just need a reminder, they are first, strive to thrive and not just survive in their career journey. Two, focus more on their faith than the facts to overcome career challenges or obstacles. Number three, value being authentic within their career journey. Number four, cherish maintaining their sanity in their work life. And last but not least, believe being peculiar is a strategy to level up in their career journey. Okay, y'all, this week, I'm so excited about our special guest because the spotlight is on my husband, my lover, and friend, Mr. Ronald Williams Jr. Say hey to the folks, honey. Hello, hello out there. (laughs) Just to give y'all some inside scoop, I've known my husband for nearly 20 years. I know. (laughs) And we started officially dating in late 2006 and we got married in 2016. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's a little bit about us. But anyways, honey, can I just say I'm proud of you? Thank you, honey. So, so so proud of you. And you have grown or rather evolved into a wonderful man of God. And I'm excited for your future and your career, your business, and just in life in general. And I'm also happy to finally have you on the Faith or Fast podcast series. Finally. Yes. I'm here. (laughs) Yo, it's been a time. It's been a time. But I'm just really excited for you to share your career testimony with the world. And I just want to declare and decree right now, put it in the atmosphere, that your testimony will activate someone else's faith muscles. And it'll be a ripple effect of faith moves happening across the world. Can we just agree on that right now? Amen. We can agree. Amen. So, y'all, without further ado, I'll turn it over to my husband so he can introduce himself to you. All right. Hello out there. My name is Ronald Williams, Jr. Uh, I am the husband of uh, Miss Crystal Williams, the illustrious host of this podcast. I am um, currently, uh, right now, I am a IT project manager within the federal government. Uh, I've been doing that now for about four years, uh, but I've kind of progressed up the ranks in the government since 2008-ish when I first started as an intern uh, there. Uh, Also, I have a business uh, which is called the Smoking Grill Brothers, a grilling channel that I do with my business partner, uh, Josh Cleaver. And we are working our way up on the YouTube, uh, I would say, scales there, trying to you know improve our viewership and our followers on that path. Uh, but that is pretty much uh, what I do uh, as far as my nine to five and also what I do in my business. Yes. Well, kudos to you, honey. I'm just so excited about what you got going on. Like you have to, you're going to give some more inside scoop, of course, yes. on your yeah. 
career journey and how you infuse your faith and how you really got to where you've gotten in your career. So I'm excited about that. Y'all So tune in some more. We'll have um, the links to his YouTube channel and the show notes. Y'all, it's so good. It's so, so good. They, I always tell them they are not just educating people on how to grill, but I call it grill educate because it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And grilling is super essential yes. to your life. Ugh, I could go on. But anyways, tune in to the uh, Smoke and Grill Brothers, a uh, brothers, excuse yes, brothers. me, <laughs> YouTube channel. And that link again will be in the show notes. All right, let's jump into it. So love this question. All these questions I'm about to ask you, I mm-hmm. love because I crafted it myself and right. all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So is happiness within your nine to five career journey important to you, honey? And how do you maintain it within your nine to five career journey? So I would say happiness in my nine to five career journey is, you know, essential to just being motivated to even come to your job and, and being able to, I would say, follow through on the tasking and the responsibilities that you have in your day to day nine to five. Uh, I do not believe in being miserable or unhappy at, at your job, at my job or whoever's going to listen to this. I do not uh, recommend uh being in an unhappy state while you're in your nine to five. I believe it impacts your ability to do your job. Uh, it impacts how you interact with the people that you're going to be working with. And as, as far as for me, I, I would, I want to enjoy and want to be happy, which I am in my job, because I know that's going to help me be an effective uh, leader, an effective follower, um, and an effective, I would say, colleague at my job at getting our task and what we are set out to do c- accomplished. Also, it makes it, it motivates me to actually, you know, take on the responsibilities and the job that is before me. Uh, so being happy within your nine to five, I would say, is extremely important because you want to represent yourself in the right way. Uh, so being uh, passionate and happy in what you do uh, uh, makes it so that you can represent yourself and your organization the best of your ability uh, because if you are unhappy in your job or nine to five i believe that's going to rub off on the organization and in turn rub off on those that are also working with you which can be effective but not in the way that you want to be effective uh, i think that'll be a negative effect um, that you would have on your job when you're unhappy or miserable so being happy in your nine to five is extremely important to me mm-hmm. it makes sure that i'm able to get what I need to get done, and I want to be an effective leader um, and coworker or colleague at my job, so it is extremely important to me. Awesome. Thank you, honey, for elaborating on that and basically regurgitating what I tell the folks all the time. Mm-hmm. Being happy is super essential to yes. literally leveling up and being your authentic self. You, you never want to go to work. like It don't feel as though you can bring your entire self to work. If you don't feel like that, listen, hit me up. Mm-hmm. Or de- definitely a career consult. I got you. We can get down to the nitty gritty as to why you need to level up in your career journey. Absolutely. But one thing I really want to focus on, honey, what you said, you said it's important for you to be an effective leader and follower. Correct. Like that right there. Like A lot of people don't talk about you know, everybody want to talk about being an effective leader and things like that, but they don't really talk about being an effective follower. So 
I mean, can you elaborate on that a little more? Because it's so important in order for you to really be a good leader, you have to first know how to follow certain folks or follow who you need to follow in order to get from point A to point B in your career. So I'm going to let you go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So being an effective leader, you must, like you said, you must start off as a follower uh, because I would, depending on your job role and your career, most likely you are not, I would say, at the top of the food chain or you may not be in the C-suite, even though you may you may be in, I would say, that those higher echelon roles or you are in that executive role, you still have to follow someone, something to a degree. Um, so in order to be an effective uh, leader, you must know how to follow. You must know how to execute someone else's vision, because when it comes down to when you are in that position to put out your vision of the organization of your business, you need to be able to impart on that on those that will be working with you so that they're able to effectively follow you and execute your vision. So you must put yourself in the shoes of others and become a follower or be able to follow so that you can effectively become a leader later on or currently. So even if you are the CEO of your business, I'm sure that there are uh, resources out there, whether it be individuals, whether it be uh, material and books or any other type of knowledge out there that you need to acquire to, in order to continue to be an effective business owner, to be an effective CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so essentially it's like following someone, uh, whether it be a motivational speaker, whether it be someone that has executed at the high levels of business for years and they're able to impart that knowledge on you. You must follow them to be able to uh, receive that knowledge effectively. So it's, it's, it's two things here. You must be an effective follower to be an effective leader. You, and uh, one thing that I harp on at my job or in my business, I like I am what I consider a servant leader. I serve my people. I'm a servant leader. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, my my method of being an effective leader is to make sure that the people that are working with me have what they need, the tools that they need, the resources that the resources that they need to be effective at their job. And it's my responsibility to ensure that they have those. So I serve them in that manner to make sure they have what they need to do the job that they need. I also have to care about them outside of just the job. So uh, part of being a servant leader is ensuring that you are caring for your people, whether it be mentally, whether it be physically, emotionally, to ensure that they are in a good headspace, that they are happy, that they are fulfilled in the job that they are doing so they can continue to be effective on their job as well. And I believe that also translates to less turnover in, in organizations mm-hmm. um, so that you can keep good people on as long as possible. You can continue to develop great relationships for long periods of time. And you're not constantly having the juggle between those coming in and out of your business and out of your career. Uh, so being an effective uh, leader, again, is being an effective follower. And then also being a set, uh, an effective servant leader when you are in that position to make sure that your people are served and that you are able to execute whatever your vision is or whatever your task is at hand. Woo! Y'all, he must be listening to his career coach. I must be. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you you talked about a lot of things. Um, One career coaching note I just want y'all to write down is thou shall be of service to your colleagues. Yes. You definitely want to incorporate a servant leadership mindset 
of servant leadership character, the embody the characteristics of a servant leader is so key to actually accelerating in your career journey with infusing your faith in the process. Super key. And one other thing I want to talk about what you just touched on, you know, being an effective leader and follower. So when you are a follower, of course, you want to definitely use your discernment. Your level of discernment is going to definitely play a factor on like who you follow, how you follow and certain things like that. Because although you are quote unquote following certain people, there may be certain things that you're not going to do just because they do it. No, that's when your discernment comes into play. Okay, so thou shall have discernment as a follower in the workplace. Yeah, can I give an example of that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, you kind of brought up a, a memory, I would say, for me. Mm-hmm. Is because so I always looked at you know those that have been in similar careers to myself, especially in the job that I'm in now, just looking up to them and understanding how are they effective. So there was this one individual that I you know was associated with back in the day. Um, that was also IT project management at the high executive level. Uh, but one thing is I started following them, uh, I would say kind of blindly, just because they were in that position, I started to notice things that I did not want to, I would say, take on myself as I evolve into a servant leader. Uh, one thing that was is, yeah, they may have been highly effective at getting something done, but the way that they treated the people was not I would say what I would want to do in my, when I had my turn at being that leader, uh, they did not care about the people's emotional well-being. They did not care about their physical and mental uh, state. They just cared about getting, getting the job done. Uh, so although they had made produce say good marks, it also in later on started, uh, started the process of a lot of turnover within the project. So we would be, you know, we would get a full head of steam and accomplish in one task, but then you have a high turnover and then that impacts your tasking or your ability to do effectively uh, finish tasking down in the future. So I would say as I, you do have to be very, uh, uh, very intentive on who you follow and really discern, like you said, Mm -hmm. those that you are going to follow to ensure that everything that you take from them. And you are going to utilize in your career that they are a positive, uh, positive in the way that you want to impart that as you move on in your career. So making sure that those people actually have those qualities that you want to take from them and utilize in the future and that they are, uh, I would say, fully engaged in all of the things that you want to do as being a good servant leader. Yes, I love that, honey. Yes. Okay, y'all. Well, I hope y'all been taking notes because we've been dropping these career gems. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So this next question I want to talk about is how has your faith played a role in overcoming your career challenges and obstacles? And do the facts of the situation that come about tend to overwhelm you? If so, how do you handle that? Yeah, so I would say that faith um, has played a major role in my career. And I I sometimes conflate faith to trust. So Mm -hmm. I trust in God. At least I say I trust in God and I believe I trust in God in all things. So I have faith that whatever obstacle or challenge that I face, God will see me through it. 
So that is especially important in everything that I do. So right now in the position that I'm in, it's totally different than what I've been used to in the past. It just, it just, just in uh, in concerns of the actual work itself. IT project management is IT project management, but the system that you may be managing or the people, they may be totally different in the team that you know you had worked with in the past. And that's that's exactly what's going on with me right now. So in order for me to actually get through the changes and the challenges of new people, of a new, I would say, technology that I'm not necessarily used to dealing with, I myself had to trust in God to see me through this. So having that faith that whatever question I'm asked, that I've, I may not know it, that I have those on my team that will know that, know the answer to that. I have to ensure that I continue to trust God and God will lead me through all of these challenges or, you know, personally, I would not be able to do it. Uh, so just having faith um, is extremely important to me and just trusting in God and everything is uh, extremely important to me as well. Yes, I love that. And so I can't allow you to not share this story, okay? Mm -hmm. And so when you were talking about your position and your current position, I was like, he has to tell the folks. Like, I even got into this position. Yo, this always takes me out. Um, I'm sure it's going to take y'all out. If it do, just be like, send me an email at hello at the youbrandacademy.com and be like, Woo, girl, that testimony. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to tell you the testimony, but I want to expand on it and kind of start at the beginning. Listen, okay. this is your career spotlight moment. Yes. You have the floor. Okay. okay. Let, me get, let, me, let me get all over the So, So we'll, we'll get to, I would say, the story or the testimony that she's talking about. But I want to expand this testimony, kind of like uh, what I did at the beginning, kind of telling you my origin on how I got where I am today within the federal government. So uh, when I, in 2008, I started off as an intern with the federal government, a computer scientist intern, and, you know, got on a good project and eventually um, was led by a, a good project, project manager. And that was the one I was saying in my, my last uh, comment that, you know, they had some good qualities, but I began to discern I would say some negative qualities as well that I did not want to take on into my career. So within that time, um, as an intern, I was, I would say belittled, I was demeaned, and I was not really looked at as though that my work was being, uh, was worthy of being showcased. What's that name? Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just kidding, y'all. I ain't putting on no names. I'm just kidding. We, on no names. we don't do that. No, we don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it wasn't just me. Uh, there was other interns that felt the same way. And I mean, it, it just it became a toxic work uh, working environment. Um, and thank God that uh, I would say through faith and through trust in God, I was removed from that situation gracefully. And and continuing on the intern. And then in 2010, I believe when the government went through like a furlough period or it was like mm-hmm. some issues financially, just in the federal government itself, they eliminated the, pro- they eliminated the internship program. Mm-hmm. And this program was pretty much a shoe in into full time employment mm-hmm. and they eliminated the program. So summer graduating and I'm like, Lord, what am I going to do? Am I going to you know, have a job? Or am I going to have to start looking for a job? Like what's going to be the path forward? For me to actually uh, continue to work, um, you know, as I start, as I begin to graduate, you know, college and get into my career. 
So, you know, building relationships is extremely important in your career and maintaining good relationships. And and thank God that I was able to do that throughout my internship. And I was able to get on with a company as a contractor with the federal government for the period of time. So about six months went past and the program was eventually reestablished, but I was not, I had to apply for it as though I was, you know, I was in it before, but I had to reapply to get back into the program to pretty much become a full-time employee again for the government. And again, it's uh, relationships are critical. And uh, a supervisor that was there uh, remembered me. And when I applied, they actually by name picked me and said, hey, I remember the work that he did and being an intern. So I was offered a job back with the federal government as a full-time employee. And this was around 2013 at that time. So about uh, two years that went past between actually the elimination of the program and uh, the reestablishment of it and me kind of getting back in. So from there, was able to travel the world with projects and all that, and then eventually got into IT project management. And this was like a fast forward period to here. Um, so and then it kind of brings me up, I would say, to the more recent testimony when it comes to my career. Uh, so we're doing IT project management with the project that I'm on right now for some time. And uh, the I would say the leadership there was really uh, impressed and really valued my work. Uh, so they wanted to promote me. Uh, but at the time, I was not working directly for them. It was kind of like matrix to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the project or the command or organization that I was working for did not want to promote me. So. The one I was uh, working for said, well, you know, we'll bring you over here. You can transfer to us and we'll promote you. The thing about it, you're not supposed to do that. And um, the HR, the human resources there was like, no, it's not going to happen. They're not promoting you. You can you can transfer over, but you're not going to get this promotion. So I would say the leadership there was like, well, you know, regardless of what the human resources say, we're going to try to get you promoted. So. As I continue on the process of transferring, the promotion was then again tried to be blocked by human resources. Literally about a few days before I was about to sign on is actually accepting my job. But again, the uh, leadership was like, you know what? We don't care. We're still going to put you in for the promotion. We want you to come over and here's the job offer. And thank God it was within a, I would say, a pay increase. But of course, I had to go to my career coach, and my career coach helped me, yeah. you know, negotiate Come even on, more. Yes, <laughs> always negotiate. That's out there. Don't accept that first offer. No, do not leave money on the table, y'all. No money on the table. Make Don't sure leave money you, on the table. Yes, make sure you negotiate and you get what you feel as though that you're comfortable with. So we did that, and I would say through our trust and faith in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we accepted that new position at a much higher, I would say, rate um, than I had been making before. And I would say that uh, alone itself just shows how faithful uh, God is and how throughout the years, God has been faithful to me and putting people in my path that I can develop relationships with that have looked out for me uh, by putting me in positions to get me out of toxic work relationships and toxic environments into, I would say, newer, refreshed environments that I could cultivate uh, our career happiness and also build better relationships with new people. Uh, because there's always going to be change uh, throughout your career, throughout your job, that you need to be able to adapt and build new relationships with people because you never know who God is going to put you in your path that you could uh, lean on later on in life. So I say that's my career testimony, but it's more than just 
the recent testimonies, like throughout the years, I've seen the faithfulness of God and I, my trust in him has just turned out to be amazing in what and what he can do. Can we have a praise break? Insert praise break. <laughs> Insert hand clap. All of that. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was just so, so I love your career testimony and it takes me out every time because what he didn't say is that when he did initially take on the previous position he had, he knew what he was up against. He knew that, you know, there was like a quote unquote ceiling he would hit. Right. So we didn't know. We was just like, all right, we just go ahead and take the position. Right. Because we know God going to work it out. And the Lord did like, um, Oh, he, he was just working. He was moving, literally moving mountains, positioning him with the people who would literally fight on his behalf at all costs. At all costs, like y'all, you need people in your corner in your career journey who are literally like known as sponsors for you, known as mentors to you, known as people who will vouch for you at all costs, despite what they might like, despite repercussions on their behalf. They might listen, I want them on my team, and I don't care how much it is, we just gonna get get them on our team, okay? And one thing that you did say initially. You had said back in 2013, um, they had wanted, they had called you by name, literally, to get into the position, get back yep. into the program, right? Yep. What he did not let y'all know is that this also recent promotion was a by name. Yeah. It was a by name promotion. So I just wanted to declare a decree right now for somebody that by name appointments. By name appointments is your portion. Like by name appointments is your portion. Y'all, like if you take anything away from this spotlight interview, listen, just know that your name is going to be and will be in rooms that you've never even stepped in, will be on phone conversations, Zoom conversations, team conversations, whatever type of conversations that you never even knew that you would be in. Oftentimes with people that you've never even met, but guess who's there? That sponsor you built built the relationship with and who is fighting on your behalf. And guess who, who positioned them to be fighting on your behalf. Say it again. God. Period. Oh, yes. (laughs) We just give God the glory about his career testimony. And I just thank God in advance for your career testimony. Mm -hmm. The by name appointment is coming. Mm -hmm. It's coming in your favor. And even though the situation may not even look good, it may not like, it, it looks impossible. Forget that. Our God is a God that specializes in the impossible. He specializes in the details. Mm-hmm. So if you're so busy worrying about the details and this, that, and the third, and uh, I don't know, don't get out the details and let God handle that because he is the God of the details. He's the God is the one that's going to move mountains on your behalf in your career journey. Okay. Amen. All right. Ooh, I just had to get that out. But yes, insert praise dance. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, honey, this mm-hmm. question right here is near and dear to my heart because the reason why I really went into doing what I'm doing as a career coach and uh, assisting people on how to tr- literally 
um, infuse Christian principles as they go throughout their career journey is because of the responses I would get from this question. And so I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, why do you think going to God about career related issues can be the last resort for some people? Um, I think it boils down to pride. Mm. Um, We get so caught up in doing things on our own um, and then kind of taking on that self-made mentality, whether it be self-made millionaire, I'm a self-made successful business owner, I'm a self-made CEO, I'm a self-made IT project manager. (laughs) So Yeah, that sounds laughable, but okay. (laughs) It it takes on that, we take on that, and I think it's just our flesh, you know, battling with our spirit is that, you know, the flesh will tell you that you can do everything by yourself. You don't need God to help you in all facets of life, including your career. Uh, which is important because your career is how you survive, is how you uh, provide for your family, is how it, it is part of your why, um, uh, as far as your calling that God has, uh, I would say, imparted on you in in this earth realm. So I really think it boils down to pride, and how do we and how do we eliminate eliminate that pride being a barrier? Uh, for us to go go to God and career related issues, so that's why I think it's the last resort um, for people to go to God is because we go to God for everything else, but we don't think. I think our career is like, well, you know, it's just our job. This is just my career, mm-hmm. but no, it's not. It's not just that. I mean, your career and your job makes way for many other things that you may want to do in life, mm-hmm. and and God wants to be part of your life in all things, not just ninety percent of things. He wants to be in your life part of hundred percent of things. Come on. So that's so going to God for anything, excluding including your career related issues. I would say is really essential to continuing your development and your relationship with God and really leaning and having faith in him in all things. Yeah. Oh goodness. You just say a whole mouthful. And you know, as I was working, I, I always share with the folks, you know, working in your own strength is detrimental to your health. Honestly, I would agree. It's really detrimental to your health. And so of course we're going to put this insert, this career coaching note here, which is thou shall not, Work in your own strength. Mm-hmm. Shall not. Cannot. Work in your own strength. Because if you do, you will literally fall flat on your face. Absolutely. Fall flat on your face. And you know what? Who's going to be there to catch you or pick you back up? God. Say it again. God. Period. <laughs> Even, it's a, it's a song that I love. It's called... Um, prodigal and it goes like even if I even if I fallen on my face God is basically still there for me and basically preparing a place for me meaning God is literally there picking you up and wanting to position you for greatness mm-hmm. so why not forgo working in your own strength say hey God I, I just need you to handle all of this. I surrender everything to you, including these issues that's going on in my career, right? Include yep. every single one of them from the, the 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 coworker confusion or the the miscommunications, the the promotions, the salary that I may want, and all of that. I surrender it to you because I understand that if I rely on your strength, 
if I rely on you to what we just talked about, move mountains on my behalf, that's all I need. That's really all I need. All I need. Of course, I'm going to be doing the work. Of course, I'm going to be doing the, being a faithful servant. Of course, I'm going to be being a, a servant leader. But, y'all, you release some of the control. Re- release all the control and put it in God's hands. Put mm-hmm. it in God's hands. One of my favorite scriptures is Philippians 4.13. Like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Who, who, who strengthens me? Christ strengthens you. It's not you by yourself. It's the Lord doing that for you. And so one thing I always pray is Lord strengthen me in the areas where I'm weak in, right? Because I already know that if I'm weak in it, maybe, maybe I'm weak in communication, Maybe I'm weekend trying to strategize certain things, or maybe I'm just weekend this whole entire assignment somebody may give give you or me or whatever, right? I, I know that I could get downloads from the Lord. I know who can give me the ultimate plan, right? To help push a mission forward or to help push a project forward that you may be working on. So I just want to just pour into you right now and just say that. In Philippians 4.13 is your portion. Like, listen, you can do all the things, all the things, but we must give credit to where credit is due. And that is God pushing us or strengthening us throughout the process. Mm-hmm. All right. So, honey, whoo, it has been a time. I'm just so grateful that you were able to take the time out of your busy schedule and join us. <laughs> So again, thank you. But before we close out, what is some advice do you want to give people who need career inspiration this season? Yeah, so I would say that um, trust God in all things. Um, And like you just said, uh, Philippians 4.13, you ensure that you believe that God will strengthen you in all the areas that you are are weak. Um, Try something different. Um, try, don't be afraid to take on any challenge or task because you have to have faith and trust that God will see you through it. And I would say drop that self-made mentality and mm-hmm. take on that God-made mentality. Come on, God. Uh, God yeah, God made it. <laughs> and it's, you know, because God is, a, you know, your helper and God wants to be your helper. So ensure that you are able to trust and call on God in all things, especially your career. And then I would say drop that I did this and this more so on that self-made, uh, self-made point. I did this. I did this. I can handle this and start taking on a we can handle this and that we and that we is you and God. So whatever the task or the challenge is, we can handle this together because God, God is going to walk you through it and be with you to ensure that you overcome that obstacle. And then it may not be necessarily in the in the manner that you think. I mean, sometimes you overcoming an op- obstacle is getting a resource that is going to help you through it. Uh, also, a meeting, uh, I would say a colleague or a person that's going to be able to impart knowledge to you mm-hmm. that will help you through a situation. So God is going to be able to provide for you uh, in multiple ways, sometimes that are conventional, other times that are unconventional that you won't even expect that will see you through a situation. So in anything that you do in your career, uh, whether it be a career that you're already in and you're continuing on in that, you are happy, uh, continue to trust God that he will continue to lead you 
Or if you're looking for a new career, uh, especially if you're looking to transition, hit up my my beautiful wife and she'll help you. Hey. Uh, but God <laughs> is speaking through her to help you through your career transition as well. Uh, so make sure that you just keep trusting in God, keep having faith, and God will see you through any challenge, change, uh, or obstacle uh, that you have to face. So that would be my advice to the people. Come on, and 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 I hope that you receive that advice. Cause I'm over here like about to shout and jump and dance and be like, Lord, yes, man of God, you better speak. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, y'all. So I need somebody to hashtag I am God made. God made. Hashtag God made. Mm -hmm. Okay. And look out for some merch. It might be some merch in the future with that. I know. <laughs> Not shameless. I'm unapologetic oh, about I'm my plugs. Okay. <laughs> so unapologetic about it. Yeah. But yeah, all, all, all jokiness aside, I really pray that you take in all of this information and will literally take it to heart and to go forth and conquer and be the best version of yourself. These career testimonies that I share with you all that they share with you. We're not sharing them just to boast about anything about ourselves. If anything, we're boasting about how God works through us. Okay. Cause that's what it's all about. Uplifting and serving God and giving him all the praise. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of it. So again, thank you, honey, for coming to join us. You're very (laughs) welcome. Sorry that it took so long. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. All right, y'all. Until next time. Thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey. So I'll catch you here next time.